What up, what up, what up, y'all? This is the second episode, well, I guess the third episode of Daily Durag. This is the second episode that y'all gonna be able to hear. The actual second episode with a special edition. Yes, stay tuned for yes, that. Yes, that y'all gonna have to hear. Do I, y'all know who this is? Yes, I am here, y'all, with my co-host of the day, the Alyssa Milan Bet. It's me, y'all. What's going on? Okay, we here with y'all favorite co-host okay. because, I mean, we done... We done co-hosted everything on U of L Camp, but they need to run us a that check. Show, we hosted some Kappa events. I mean, uh, where is my coin? Right. U of L, you owe us a refund. Run me my money, okay? All right, so we're going to get started with today's topic, which is about racism. Well, nah. Y'all, <laughs> the, TL, the TL on Twitter has been going up because of this video from some students in my home state of mm, Alabama. Mm. I just, am I shocked? Not no. at all. <laughs> Not at all. So let's play this video real quick so all people right. can hear this foolishness. That's enough. Yeah, I'm fed up. I'm now, fed up. she talk about we pay them. I ain't never got a check. Uh, wh- where's my check? Okay. And you're going to be mad because let's say you get rid of all the niggers, like you say, um, who are you watching, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning? I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out what's yeah, going on. Yeah, because let me tell you something. They need is two seconds from okay. giving out, okay? Okay. And she said Jews are fine because they're white. <laughs> But all of y'all fantasizing about all these black men you want to give rape charges to. I'm just trying to figure out. Let me let me get off of it for you lose some views. Okay. I'm just... Because I'm sure, I'm sure. Actually, part of that anger probably came from you done been turned down yeah, from a black Yeah, your feelings is hurt. Too. Your feelings is hurt. And or you done been through all of them, so now you ain't got nothing to do. Exactly. They probably got your name written through the mud. It's okay. just It just don't make no sense, y'all. And then what's crazier to me is... Y'all know that this stuff is getting recorded yes. and everything else. I mean, like, I'm glad because it's exposing the real. But damn, y'all ain't got nothing else better to do. And I'm just that's what I'm saying. Like, why are white people racist for fun? <laughs> Typically at parties, you know, you get on tables, you know, you dancing. Y'all ain't got no Wii, no PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. And I know Game y'all. Cube, and I, I mean, know y'all got Xboxes because y'all been calling me nigga from day okay. one on COD. I'm just trying to figure, like, I did not understand. And this can really, you know, this is not the time for y'all to be doing that. Like, Trump really got y'all acting a fool. Acting a clown. Uh, and I, this follows you, like, and I, not even just, I mean, racism is bad, period, but this follows you career wise, academically. Right. Like, this follows you everywhere you go. He's, he is smart enough to not put y'all face on here, <laughs> but, you know, People, some people don't mind snitching on Twitter. Twitter well, don't I mind. about to say, well, guess what? I done went through the twi- Twitter thread, the and Twitter they got their names, they got their uh, Instagram, the they got everything. Shoot, one girl's phone number was up there. And then y'all gonna be talking about, that I didn't mean. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Crying, doing all that ugly stuff. You know, I just never understand it. Like, I'm sure most of these folks that be doing stuff like this, I'm sure not a single black person has done a single thing to you. Not one. And it's really just the fact of you're doing this because you think it's funny, because you think it's a joke. You know, these seem like the people, I have black friends. Right. And none of that matters. Right. I I, I guess my brain can't understand the purpose of it. Right. Like, what is the purpose of you being hateful, you being nasty, you know, you being derogatory to this two groups of people. Okay. Y'all was joking about the Holocaust, but that's the one one the, thing white people take seriously. Right. <laughs> that a 9-11. White people are whoop, child. Y'all know that was an inside job. And I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. We ain't going to talk about Bush. <laughs> okay. He clicked that button. And okay. It was, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I guess I just cannot 
understand why. And I think, you know, racism and discrimination, diversity, inclusion, all that is a trend right now. And I yeah. understand that. But why are you not being like the fake people that are uplifting <laughs> black people? Like, why you got to be on the other <laughs> side of it? You right. You know what I mean? Like, and that's my other thing. You don't have to like black folks you don't don't have to like jews whoever but leave us alone but leave us alone like let me tell you something there are still like that town in georgia where oprah went years ago black people for like 80 years exactly there ain't no black person in sight well that's not that one lady she got murdered at the sleepover she got murdered who y'all took her out and they blame her to talk about she has xanax in her system okay but let's talk about the brain contusions let's talk about the broken bones can we discuss and half of y'all mama's got uh xanax wine and everything else up in y'all systems and they taking y'all to uh soccer practice basketball practice so i don't want to hear that and i just don't understand like there are places y'all can go if y'all don't want to be bothered with black folks y'all don't have to put yourselves in our way way. yes you literally go out of your way to be racist you go out of your way to be problematic for what purpose and like i said those folks in those videos Mm -hmm. and those videos Probably uh, there has not been a single black person who has done a damn thing to y'all and y'all being so ugly and so nasty. Then my second question is, who raised y'all to be this ugly so be, and nasty? And my thing is, and their parents might be the same way. Okay, y'all but must that be. that doesn't mean anything. Like, you do not, you're not like your parents in any other way. Right. Y'all must be the grandchildren of Bull Connor or something uh, because well, I don't understand. Okay, Colonel Sanders himself. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to, because ain't no, ain't no white person got no, uh, Seven different, eleven herbs and spices and all of that. Y'all know they took that from a black. I about to say, you know damn well they stole that from somebody's slave or something like. I I just don't understand. And these kids, you know, and I call them kids because y'all minors. Right. But you really out here just. And then there was another one where they made um. They, put, they were playing like beer pong or whatever. I didn't see that one. You didn't see that one. They were playing like beer pong and it was hell Hitler and all of what that. The hell? And they got the. I'm being ignorant because I don't know what that thing's called. You know, the little Nazi symbol. Oh, yeah, the swastika. The swastika. They had the, the beer pong cups in the swastika. And they was all taking this picture where they hail Hitler. To the- and, and let me tell y'all something. For those of y'all who haven't done your research on people like Hitler and mm-hmm. um, people you know who were involved in concentration camps and stuff like that, Y'all are bitches. Y'all could never be where that monster never, was. Never. And if you want to try it out, <laughs> I don't dare. try it here. Exactly. Okay. okay. You know, you want to be. I, my question to those type of folks is: Is that the type of monster you want to be associated with? Is that the type of monster and the type of person that you want to idolize? I don't. And they think it's funny. That's what the biggest issue is for me. If you're going to be hateful, be hateful and angry. Don't be hateful and right. laughing in the face of everything that we stand for, that we do. Exactly. We just black and existing. Like, y'all literally laughing right. at people's deaths. People die for being black every day. Every day. They just passed a law just in passed. New York where it is, uh, it is not allowed for a black woman to be fired over her natural... Hair. The wearing, hair that grows out of her head. The wearing the hair that God gave you. <laughs> it just now is passed in 2019. Let that sink in. How long we been around? Don't make no damn sense. And and y'all want to get mad because we talk about we don't like you wearing box braids and all of that because you can wear it to work and be perfectly exactly. fine. I don't even want to get on that because right. y'all know I'll be talking about that. <laughs> but it's just, it's just those kind of things that do not make sense to me. It does not make logical sense that these people are allowed to continue to exist because of that was a mistake. Right. They didn't mean it. You know, like, where's the consequence for this? And then what makes it even worse is it's just like with those who lie about sexual assault and yes. rape. Like yes. that one white girl who they, lied about that. You need um, the boy. same the same time that he was going to get or the same time yes. for that charge. You need to be right up in there with You need to be in jail, under the know, jail, that's, sis. That's so intentional because you knew if you could lay down with him mm-hmm. and consent, then you need to be able to take consequences for your actions. And I'm not saying... That just because it can't be proved doesn't mean it's true. But it came out that you were specifically lying. That is yes. so intentional. That is targeted. That should be a crime. That is a crime. A crime. And you're taking away from all of the, yes. you know, rape and sexual assault. 
survivors who really go through this all the time, whether reported or not. And you out here thinking it's a joke. I'm tired of y'all getting laughs out of people's real pain. And that's where I was going with that. Y'all, you know, there are very good white folk out yes. here. And y'all are making it hard for the ones that are good and have no... Because I don't trust none of y'all. Exactly that have no negative intentions. Y'all are making it hard. That's what I'm saying. And there's some people who really, you know, are for the interracial relationships, but we all looking at you side because let an accusation come out. Okay, and that's, that goes to my next point. Now, we black students at a PWI, okay? And, and for those of you who don't know what a PWI is, it is a pro- predominantly white institution. Yes. Um, Alyssa, you tell me how you feel as a black person at this specific PWI. Well, nah. <laughs> You know, this is my fifth year here working on two degrees. Shameless plug on myself. Hey, 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 two degrees. But it has been a very interesting ride. Um, I wouldn't change where I am because I've made such close friendships, you know, with you specifically and some of our other friends. You know, I've made those bonds and lifelong relationships. But it has definitely been hard, especially with our, you know, previous administration, just feeling like we're getting overlooked, we're getting overshadowed. And that's part of the reason why I'm in education now, just because I, there was times, y'all, there was times <laughs> that we we literally did not exist okay. outside of each other, to each other. We did not exist on this campus. People were overlooking us. Blatant racism and hate on this campus Ooh. was being excused. We was having marches, protests. We have dean of students stepping over us. Like, our black lives did not match. Okay, we okay? on the ground, y'all. We did a die-in. A die-in. And a dean of He stepped over us. And best believe I got up from this supposed to be silent protest. I ain't never been quiet in my life. <laughs> I had to get up and, and go up to the dean of students' office and politely or not, and explain to him why that was disrespectful because you wouldn't step over your dog like you stepped over me. Okay, and I thought I was going to have to run up because what you're not going to do is act like me or my good sis don't exist. Because I'm relevant on this campus. All right. Because we're relevant when you want to do your diversity and inclusion surveys. Okay. Okay, you want to market your diversity because you got, you know, seven colored folk on the front of your textbook. Okay, or on um, the cover of your Blackboard well, website, okay? Right. Then we're relevant. But it's just those kind of things. And don't get me wrong, like, I've had so many opportunities just with, you know, the black people that we do have on campus, you know, the Dr. Joneses, the Dr. McCormick's, the Dr. Adam, the Leandra Gullies, you know, the Don McShans, and things of that nature. Like, we have good people, and they make us feel important on this campus. But outside of our own little world, it's very, very hard Mm. to feel like you matter. And I'm a very strong individual. You know, I don't mind speaking up for myself. But we have some friends that are quiet and shy. They're trying to get, you know, find places on campus. And they wonder why all the black kids sit together in the lunchroom. Boom. Because we we can't even sit and eat. We can't even go to the student activities office and sit in there without being told we're too loud. We're not allowed back. (laughs) The diversity club. Was called what the Black Kids the Club. The Black Kids Club. And those are the type of people that are getting elected into uh, SGA as the president <laughs> and vice president. And yes, that is a shot. Come see me if you got a problem. <laughs> Boom. Those are the people <laughs> who are supposed to be governing. They talk about, oh, this and diversity. But what events have you gone to? You don't even know where their cultural center is. Okay. When they were trying to tear it down, y'all was all for it. And we even had a vice president and a president of color last year. And they was all for getting the diversity center and the cultural center torn down. And that's all merging, which is good and fine. But you're so quick to able to tear down the one place we can go and talk because we can't even do our homework in the sack. Okay. Okay. Without being told we're too loud. Too loud. And yes, I am loud, but I'm tired of hearing about your dog, Carol, (laughs) every weekend. I'm tired of hearing about the yacht and the boat. Or or hearing about you being passed out in front of Sigma Pie, Pie, theta, apple crunch, whatever it's called. (laughs) It's just those kind of things that I I really have a love-hate relationship for my university. Like, I'm glad I'm here. You know, I'm grateful for the scholarships and the opportunities, the networking opportunities. I have a job now. You know, I'm working on my second degree. And now that's fine. I feel like a lot of us have thrived here at the university, but it was definitely not easy. It definitely wasn't because we didn't put in the work. Right. Because... I just wish I could go back over some things. And it's just little things like that. We can't even go to parties on campus without asking, who do you know here? Right. Does it matter who I know? (laughs) I got the address and I showed up to move out of my way. (laughs) And, you know, it just, like I said before, um, it makes it hard to trust, I guess, and to be around the good white people and the good white classmates that we do have. Yes. Because... 
when situations happen, when situations of racial strife happen, especially on campus, well, yes. it's it's like, are you going to be an ally or are you going to be silent? Because at yes. the end of the day, this is something that affects me. And if you consider me a friend, if you consider me um, whatever you consider me as, you should care about this issue just as much as I do. Yes, and I don't want to hear well. Play the devil advocate. This is not a devil advocate time because right. a lot of a lot of our friends like to play the yes. devil's advocate. Or, well, maybe I'm like this is affecting our lives. Exactly. This is not just affecting my academic standing. This right. is not affecting you know how I'm perceived on campus. This outside of campus, these things affect our everyday life. Okay. And okay? these are things that people get killed over. I killed. Mean. And you think because we're students and we're on campus that it doesn't matter. And most of the time it is the principal. I mean, we have had blatant moments. But most of the time we're upset about the principal, principal of yeah. things because outside of this institution, that could have been my life in three seconds. Right. Okay. If I had gotten stopped out on the road, that's that's me. There, that's my no life. Questions. I'm done. No questions asked. Snuffed out. And you don't find the severity of the issue. So do you feel safe as a black person on campus? Currently... Yes. Right now, I do feel safe because I have established those friendships, those really I consider y'all family. I really right. have established, you know, those things. I'm also from Louisville, so if I ever feel like, you know, type of way, I can't go home. But that's not to speak for past years, because when Trump got elected under our, Ooh, past, I, won't, I won't bring out a past president's name, but you know who it was. <laughs> you know, during that time, I did not feel safe on campus. We've had NRA people come, people walking on campus with guns oh and all God. that. I went home. Yeah. I'm not about to play with y'all middle-aged white men okay. because y'all see me on campus. Don't think I'm a student. And I'm okay. Good. And my you're walking down Fourth Street. I mean, my mama she called and she was like, "Listen, I know what's going on on campus. Yeah. You stay in your room, okay? You, you know, my mom is in a different state. Of course, she's worried about me. We got the Klan marching March on freaking on campus. campus. People, the NRA with rifles and everything else marching on I campus. Mean, but if I walk around on campus with a hood on, I'm there. Dangerous. I go." Dangerous, and it's and we shouldn't have to when we have those things. I'm scrolling through my phone, calling every black contact I got, talking about where you at, are you okay? And it's just those kind of things. I mean, as soon as Trump was elected, we had built that wall on the thinker statue in the law school. Oh my god, it's just those kind of things that people aren't being accounted for. That I mean, like it's it's just crazy to me because. They say we pride ourselves on all these things, and I feel like we can yell to be red in the face, yeah. and some things won't change. But we do have a woman of color, you know, Dr. Okay. Neely Bendapudi, and she doing. She's been making thing. strides. She's been making strides, and I'm so grateful. And they've been fighting her tooth and nail, but tooth she, nail. she, she is that. Uh, excuse me, but she's that bitch. Okay, today she gets everybody her cell phone number, talking about anything's going on. Call me, not email, not show up to my <laughs> office. She said, call me. Okay, not our reply in five to seven business days. Okay, we got bonnets and L.A. Pro Girl Concealer in the bookstore. <laughs> I, I was baffled. Uh, I, I saw a shade butter in the book. I okay. said, what the hell is this? Wave caps and do-rags okay. in the bookstore. It's just those kind of things. And then, yes, we're making jokes because black people make jokes out of everything. <laughs> but it's just something that we appreciate. And I'm so grateful for the students that are here now who are able to experience her because yes. we didn't really have that. You know, no. you're going out. I already graduated. We don't. Re- we didn't really have that same experience. But we had it in different ways. So you right. know, we had Tierney and Leandra and those people that really held on to us. But I'm grateful that the students currently on this campus are able to have that role right. model, somebody who really, really advocated them, especially because she is a woman of color. Exactly. A woman at that. Not hey. even not saying I don't love my good brother. <laughs> like you safe on this Do you feel well do you feel do you feel like you included on this campus now? Um, yes, in more ways than not currently. Um, but it's different now just because, you know, being in graduate school, it's a lot different for me, just the things that I see and the things that I do. Um, but I definitely feel more included because people are actually asking me yeah. what I think. People are actually actually asking me, you know, about my past experiences with my professors that I have in graduate school. Um, whereas in undergrad, I felt included with us and I feel like we did have a good reach out with other parts of the community. But before, I really feel like before I was actually in leadership, mm-hmm. I didn't really feel that way. I felt like I was just a student. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of going through, yes, I was involved, but it was specifically through, you know, other black student organizations. Right. And, you know, I was purposely putting myself around those people. But, you know, I joined like housing mm-hmm. and I was Greek, so I had different 
people that I had to interact with and I felt like my voice was being heard maybe only for specific topics mm-hmm. but I felt like you know I was important on this campus if do, that makes sense do you feel like because I know with me I um the organizations other than like SGA and everything that I SGA and SAB that I was a part of mm-hmm. um most of the organizations were um black student organizations yes. and I know that sometimes I felt like um Black student organizations were on one side of the campus, and then the rest of the campus was that on the other true. side. That is very true, but I think, and, I, and I'm just looking at it for a sense of like, uh, it's just we're specifically trying to infiltrate other organizations because right. we try to be an SAB, even though that didn't work out very well. <laughs> um, apparently, they was tired of black people winning homecoming. Um, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there, um, you know. But we were trying to change that land. You know, we were doing IFS, we were doing all of these other things, so. I feel like people at least knew who we were, even yeah. if we didn't, like we had a voice with working together and trying to do other things, but in the sense of like them reaching out to us and asking us what we think, I don't think necessarily we did have a voice, right. but it just kind of depends on that look and kind of what I wanted out of myself because I'm comfortable with just wanting to work with black students. Um, and even then, it's hard because I try to say minority and people of color and things of that nature, but even then that's that bond wasn't always there. Right. So, in terms of like uh, just us being leaders on this campus with the Black RSOs, with what we were, you know, choosing to spend our time with, I feel as if I did have a voice. But on the larger scale of things, I don't think necessarily because I wasn't an SGA. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I wasn't in homecoming anymore. Yeah. I wasn't in those main things that people look at. Even though you were on the way there, but you know, somebody tried to cut you down. They tried to cut me down, but it's okay. Because God knew that I could not be in there with them because I would have had shut it down. When Maya say, still I rise. Still I rise. So let's move on to this second topic of it's still about race. Okay. But my question is about my second topic, I guess, is about interracial relationships. Help us, God. Let me let me get your take on that on that subject as a whole. Okay. Well, firstly, I do want to point out that typically when speaking about interracial relationships, we're talking about black and white, but you can yeah. be interracial with others. Others. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally have not been in one. Mm. My only issue is that if I'm if I were to ever consider that, we would need to be equally yoked. Yeah. In a sense of, I need to know you will ride and die for me. I do not care if you're white. I do not care if you're Hispanic. I do not care, um, you know, with any other aspects mm-hmm. on that, you know, what you are. I just need to know that at the end of the day, you understand me. And not only me, you understand who I am as a person and as a people. Because a lot of times, at least from my experience, when I see people that are in interracial relationships, they're comfortable with their partner, but they're not comfortable with their partner's community. Right. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's just hard because I try not to think about it just being white, even though I just said it. But most of the time, that that's where I see the issue mm-hmm. is with white people not being comfortable. And I need to know that you can jump in, get roasted with my family, right. with my friends. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's necessarily a problem. I just personally haven't experienced someone who I felt like, wow, you really get me. We could really build a relationship. And also just think about how that would be for my children. Mm -hmm. Because if I were to have mixed children, we would have to have that discussion with them because it's hard to have that identity when you're mixed, to Mm -hmm. have your own identity because you're being pulled from however many different directions. I know that, you know, I've been in a couple (laughs) (laughs) in a race relationships. Um, And, you know, what's funny is that didn't start until I got to college mm-hmm. because in high school I really didn't, you know, talk or associate to, with too many people outside of my own race. I didn't right. talk to too many people who weren't black. And if I did talk to you, it wasn't like we were like super, super close. You had never been to my house or nothing like that. But I do know an issue I had with one of my ex-girlfriends was... <laughs> <laughs> besides many other issues was um one of the things i said which can be deemed as controversial but it is what it is um this is just my opinion um i said that our kids were going to be viewed as black and that's true 
And, you know, her thing was, no, they'll be mixed. And I said, no, no they're, black. they're black. They're black. Because I said, what you got to understand is when a police officer See, stops them, they aren't going to give them any leniency because they're mixed. At all. But the whole thing goes back to that one drop rule. I mean, it's, it's a little bit more now, but these are black kids. Right. And, that, and that's what I mean by equally yoked. Like, you cannot say that they are white because clearly they're not. Right. But you cannot say, you know, yes, they are mixed, but looking at the grand scheme of things, these are black children. Okay. Because you decided you wanted to lay down with a black partner and procreate, you now have black children. Yes. And that's just my biggest issue is because a lot of times, and I don't want to get too specific um, about, you know, specific relationship, but, you know, black male, white woman. She's one of those. She's one of those. Well, all we need is love. All lives matter. Black lives. And that's where I got to stop you. And this is a person that I love. I care about. And you talking about all lives? Well, all lives don't matter until black ones do. Right. And so we had to have these conversations. And you're getting upset because you feel like I'm attacking you. You feel like I'm not trying to attack you. When the police attack him, right? And he ends up dead. What are you gonna do? Right. Because you just you didn't stick up. You didn't stand up for him. Right. And it's just one of those things where it can work. Don't get me wrong. It yeah. can most definitely work. But it's just those things, like just those little things. Like, you can't even consider our kids black. How are we going to maneuver through life? Right. And it's not even just you. I'm marrying into this family. That's a whole new environment I right. have to be in. Because everybody, anti-blackness is a real thing. Oh, absolutely. Everybody hates black people. So just because you cool, I can't go home because Nana in the house and Nana might uh, shoot me in the back. Okay. And she don't know I'm black. And that's the other thing, like, you have to um, be very aware of the family that you're getting ready to marry into. I know with me, for example, I had a white stepmom at the time for 11 years. Mm -hmm. And when I mean, y'all, when I mean that woman, Lynn is her name, the most wonderful woman you'll ever want to meet in your entire life. Like, I mean, I mean, she did not play nothing like no, no types yeah. of injustice, racism, nothing. And she wasn't with my father um, based off of some fetish or anything yes. like that. She Who truly, exactly. She truly loved him. And she, and what, what I love the most about her was she loved him and me and yes. my sisters yes. as black people first and then for our personalities yes. because she knew I cannot go into this being colorblind because at the end of the yes. day, other people are not going to see it that way. But her parents, now her, her brothers and sisters were cool. It was her parents that so there was an issue. To that relationship. It's exactly. just, you cannot, and I guess me, it might be, it might just be selfish. I'm not subjecting myself to that. Right. If I can't walk in unannounced, I don't want you to have to be like, hey, this is my girlfriend and she's black. You don't need to say nothing. I should be able to walk in the house. Right. And them treat me just like they treat you. I'm not about to subject myself and my future kids to any of that. Because I don't want to have to bloop at the family picnic. (laughs) Okay. I don't want to have to uh, flash out and then I'm throwing turkeys and hams and and everything else. And I ruin all of everybody's favorite holidays. I'm not doing it, and I just cannot. And so it's not that I, w- I guess I wouldn't say I wouldn't, mm-hmm. but you gotta be down. I got to be able uh. to just know. Okay. And I don't want to. And I find a lot of times the people, and typically mostly it's white men. I don't think I've ever yeah. had. I've had some Hispanic men hit on me, but most of the time, somebody outside of my race. Don't get me wrong, because some of y'all gas gas station niggas do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But typically when they see me. They're like, oh, my newbie and queen, you know, I love black oh women and, and you just so beautiful. And I'm like, all of that fetish, fetish stuff, can you cut that out? Like, that's right. not cute to me. Like, your attraction to me because of a fetish that you have so you can get off. Right, exactly. It's not you being down for me. It's not you right. wanting to be with me. Just because you have a fantasy about a wild black woman yes. in your bed don't mean. Because you... slave masters have fantasies too. Okay. And they acted on I'm and, not here for that. And that's the thing. Like, I don't have any problems being in an interracial, in, yes. in, in, in an interracial relationship. Yes. And that, that I will give, I, I will give your favorite person, one of my exes, this. She herself, I'm, you know, she, you know, we had our own issues. So, you know, we weren't going to make did it. Too. We won't go, <laughs> we, 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 we won't go make it out anyway. But 
when it came down to her riding for me as a black man, she did her damn job. And she, there were some things I had to educate her on, which comes with the territory. But, she was willing to but learn. for exactly, but she was willing to learn. And any race issue that was talked about or came up, she was she would straight up tell me, I cannot tell you how to feel. You tell me yes. how to feel, so I can know, you know where to go from here. I will give her a, an 100% A on that. And I give her that too, but if I see you, it's still on site. <laughs> Alright? I, I don't play about my brother. Y'all know, I don't really play about anybody if I got love for you, but especially right. this one right here. Hey, and don't try yeah. list because yeah. I'd hate to have to end up on first 48. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I got to graduate. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Do you feel like, because I know a lot of people talk about, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's Childish Gambino. Um, who, you know what? Okay. Yes, it is Childish Gambino. Do you feel like if you are married to, if you are a black man married to a white woman, mm-hmm. you are speaking about um, injustices and things like that, do you feel like your opinion is any less valid than a black man who is married to a black woman? It shouldn't be, but that doesn't mean that you won't get attacked mm-hmm. for your preferences and your type choices, I guess. Um, I personally don't think it should be seen any less because just because you love somebody who happens to be outside of your own race doesn't mean that you can't speak on things because you are still of that race. So Charles Gambino, I think, and somebody else, they were talking about, was it Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. It was some, I can't remember. It was somebody that was talking about, Yeah. The, I cannot, I cannot now I, I, I'm about to say but it was I somebody they were talking about this is his wife and he's talking about black women you know whatever I know you're talking mm-hmm. about but I feel like you can still speak on those issues because you still come from a black right. woman you yourself mm-hmm. are black so you can still speak about the beauty you know of a black right. woman and not be married to one I don't think that makes you any less I'm, I still might look at you and be like well then why did you marry one but right. like we talked about I mean there's other things that you might like just because I'm a black woman doesn't mean I'm right for this particular black male right. like I don't think you should just marry within your race because you want want to withhold you know what everybody else thinks of you and all of that because they ain't got nothing to do with you <laughs> um so i just feel like it shouldn't be valued any less now will you get attacked yes N- will people talk about you yes. yes but that doesn't mean your opinion should be that was actually one of the biggest issues um i have a friend who i have known forever one of the biggest issues, one of the biggest fights me and her have ever gotten into, we've gotten into a couple of spats, but this is one where we actually did not talk for a little while because she sent me a clip of, what is that fool's name? Um, he is a fraud, first of all. Not let me let me put that out there. He's a fraud. Look look him up. He, um, he is the... Oh. What is he talking about? He did about? a brat, he did, uh, he did, um, the bre- he did a Breakfast Club interview. Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson. Yes, that fraud. Okay. What was he talking about? It. Uh, she sent me his Breakfast Club interview way back a couple. It was a couple years ago. He talked about. I think he talked about like you can't be in an interracial yes. relationship and you are. Black I think he said something? you are less of a black man. Uh, oh, okay. If okay. you uh, are dating outside of your race or some BS like something that. Something like that. Okay. And I let me tell you, if if you know me, then you know that I stand for this rapper and this activist named Killer Mike. Um, oh and Lord. I, Mike, I love Jesus. him. I do. He's hit or miss for me. He, really? He's doing really good things, but I was watching. I can't remember. I don't know if it was his documentary. I was watching this. With On somebody. Netflix? Yeah. I was watching uh-huh. it with somebody. And I was like, it's fool. <laughs> but he was on The Breakfast Club. Yes. And he was talking. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I think, I don't want to say that I don't like him, but I can't lie. I was very turned off at first. See, I but, think my favorite thing about Killer Mike is that, unlike that fool, Umar Johnson, Killer Mike is putting his money where his mouth is. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking buying from mainly black businesses, by, um, using mainly black businesses when he's doing things, yes. owning black businesses, also going back, not just um, growing up in a particular area and leaving like he never lived there. He's yeah, going he's back. He's money back into it, buying and, property. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I love him for things like that because if you know me, you know that. If it is available, black-owned, I will be using that first before I use anything else. But what I also liked about him when he talked about interracial relationships was his take on it, which is basically, which was basically, 
you as a human being are, are going to do what you're going to do. I can't control what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, his stance was I'm married to a black woman, but that was my choice. Yeah. And so he was like, and he said, I don't know who he was talking about, but he was subtweeting somebody when he said that Uh-oh. he, you know, he was married to a black woman, unlike some of his counterparts mm-hmm. who criticized him. You know what I'm saying? But his thing is, you ain't less of a black man or you ain't less of a person just because you marry outside of your race. Yeah. The question is, what are you actually doing right. for your race while you talking about yeah. all of these things? The only thing I don't agree with is... If somebody asks you why you're in an interracial relationship, don't be like, because black women, this is that. That's oh, that only, is, that is That is correct. my only issue. And I understand now, I, I couldn't remember, I didn't find the exact clip that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why I'm a little turned off about Umar is because. You mean Killer Mike? No, 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 Umar. You were talking, oh. we were talking about that earlier. I was trying to look up. Oh, I can't stand thing. Umar. Go the ahead. The only reason why I'm turned <laughs> off from him is because he has that hotel mentality oh. about, and if y'all watch um, Dear White People, there's an episode on there where the guy was hotel. But basically, like, he wouldn't like me at all because, unfortunately, you know, there was a mask in one of my people's tents and I turned out lighter. You know, he would look at me as less. <laughs> he would look at me as less because I'm not fully black, right. et cetera, et cetera. And it's just that kind of mindset to where, Black people can be racist systematically, argue yeah. with your mama. Yep. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just those kind of things where he did, like, internalized racism, discrimination, mm. all those kind of things. I do like Killer Mike because he did do that. I did see where he was um, trying to support black businesses only. And, yes, he's a fool for doing all <laughs> of that. But, like, he's trying to prove a point right. um, to where he was only investing in black businesses. So, like, he wasn't driving his car. He wasn't going to main chain mm-hmm. grocery stores. And it's something and that he, like if you that. follow him on Instagram, it is something that he commits yeah. to every day. And he was. That's, I did see a little bit of his um, Breakfast Club interview to where he was talking with DJ Envy. And they kind of got into a little argument right. about that, you know, needing to put more into, you know, public schools. Right. And, you know all that kind of stuff and I really did agree with him on that absolutely um, but he is just a little ignorant about other things but I can't be mad because he really is putting he really is doing things right um, but Umar I have to I'd have to agree with you on that just because he is he might have some good things to say but with those other ideals he kind of turns me off just right. because you can't hate on your own people right and try to uplift them at the same time that's, you can tough love is different than hating you, yeah, you and, and see that's I think that is my biggest issue with Dr. Umar Johnson is it is one thing when you are giving constructive criticism, like you just said. It's one thing when you're giving tough love and advice, but mm-hmm. you are flat out hating and dismissing black people who you don't view as yes. your type of black people. Yes, you're not black because right. You know that is when that the conversation aren't ends. Black light people aren't black. You know, and if you go back and watch, like I see they're trying to be funny and everything, but there is a Dear White People episode where the guy was really, I think Sam is the main character, and he was basically talking to her about, like, literally she was, like, the ground beneath his feet because she's, like, she's mixed. You know, and it's just that kind of thing, like, black people, we got to do better. Don't get me wrong, I be talking about us sometimes, but <laughs> we got to do better when right. it comes to that. Like, we cannot talk about, you know, we want social justice against the white man when we can't right. even get ourselves together. Exactly, when so, we can't even come together as one uh, against an issue, you know, it just doesn't make thing. any sense. Oh, my God. Not Y'all, we can't even come together thing. and put R. Kelly in jail. Send that nigga to jail. Period. Period. Okay. That way. That way. I think I got that video. I love that video. I got it on my phone. But it's just those kind of things. I mean, I, I would not trade being black for the world. Right. I love it to do. Oh, I love my black God school, bless y'all. me, especially to make me a black woman. He blessed me. Okay. But we got to do better. That's, nah. that's all I'm going to say. Oh, here it go. Here it go. Okay. Period. Okay. Y'all, period. Period. But y'all want to put a comma where there's a period. I just don't uh. understand. So since we're talking about social people, mm-hmm. Sean King, what's your take on him? Ain't that his name? Sean yes. King? Yes. Since you Bell so kindly uh, um, invited that yes, man. Yes, I think he's going to be at the Ollie Center. You know, he's had his faults. <laughs> <laughs> but he does, I mean, he does shed light on issues and I think he does have a good platform for shedding a lot of those issues but there have been some times where mm. I'm like Sean mm. are you doing this because you want to are you doing this for clout 
Ugh. Are you doing this for coins? But don't get me wrong. I'm not. I don't. I can't really say whether I hate him or love him. I do follow him. He does have a lot of insight on you know these issues. But he. Do, I mean, he does have black kids and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And I, I really think his heart comes from a good place. Right. I just think at times he could do some things differently. But I think to be fair, that is old. Those are old mm-hmm. things that I'm referring to. So I think recently he he has been doing a lot better, yeah. and I can see that it's sincere, especially. Um, and I don't want to misquote. But you know the seven-year-old um, who was killed, he really was doing really well on that. Um, I think it was in Texas, and um, she was killed accidentally just at the grocery store with her mom. And I want to make sure I say her name because we we saying victims' names. Okay, we um I know they want to bury y'all, but we keeping y'all alive. We yes. saying names. He actually was talking about the thing that we, the video that we talked about. See, I really think I mean he's doing a lot better. I know some of our good friends <laughs> cannot stand that. Yeah. And I'm gonna find her name. I just wanna make sure. There are a lot of people who can't stand him. And I, you know. How do you feel about him? I don't have a specific issue with him. I think that what I can't remember, and I don't wanna misquote or Mm -hmm. anything like that, but there was, I know there was a particular issue that he like raised money for with the GoFundMe and the money never actually went to the victims. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it was. And yeah. I was like... And I was like, oh, okay. But Sheesh. what's crazy to me and and and, and my, my family and black folk, any, and let me say this. I will say this a lot throughout the entirety of my podcast. Black folk, y'all are my family. But, okay, so family. Now, why could we cancel him based upon not being able, yes. you know, that situation Let's with um, no, keep that on. situation Drag with, him by with, the with that, Drag you know, him by the roof we now. canceled him. OK, y'all Quickly. was on y'all was Quickly. on Twitter writing all types of think pieces about this man. But, was they but y'all won't. <laughs> OK, was y'all was my mind is telling me no at the club okay. on Friday. And the judge used to say no bail. Okay? <laughs> and to go back, her name is Jasmine Barnes. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't get her. But, and I hate it that it keeps going back to R. Kelly because, yes, for all you simple minded folk, we understand that there are more people, there's more things that we need to get, you know, but light right, shed we on, but currently, on right now. Because this has been going on, he has been terrorizing people for years. Uh, okay? Years. Y'all, years. How, you, how you been doing all this foolishness since 1992? That took. Let me do my he math. He was doing it to his own family. I ain't got no math. But, but y'all don't feel that until it comes to your daughter, your cousin, oh. your niece. Now y'all want to be upset. And I got plenty of nieces, y'all. And I'm I'm getting the chopper. I'm but pulling some But why is it that you devalue black women so much to where, well, it ain't happening to me. So right. I can't say nothing. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Let me say, hang that nigga now. Right. I got, hey, the, rope hey, right hey, I got the rope right here. <laughs> and I'm not, okay, y'all, calm down. And we ain't trying to right. kill him. <laughs> but... I just that is one thing I don't understand. We cancel everything else. We canceling Balenciaga and uh, okay. Burberry, and even though y'all know y'all buying it next week for your baby shower. Okay, I'm gonna see some of y'all in them Burberry uh, button up, okay. and that's another thing. I just, that's I another topic. That's another topic for another day. But retire the Burberry button. We're up sick now. of it. We tired of the beige. Okay, enough. That's you the only thing it. you done bought. From you done now. spent your whole tax refund oh. to flash out for your baby shower. Your and- baby didn't even see you yet <laughs> i'm sick of it i just don't understand i don't understand how why it's so hard to cancel him you cancel everything else you cancel your mama if she talked to you crazy <laughs> but you can't okay. his songs ain't even that good yes he got some bops because happy people right. was my jam y'all but at the end of the day when it comes to rape and terrorism okay. of black girls okay. babies 14 Baby. years old Baby. and grown women i'm not trying to you know discredit the older women too but he's literally targeting children and and y'all can't let him go for what and y'all can y'all won't cancel him but you canceled sean king who what he did was messed up i don't have all the facts but what he did was you know messed up you can you know getting that money to them families but for the most part he has spent his career, and and from what I understand now, like I said, don't misquote me because I don't know everything. I don't know all the facts. But from what I know, he has spent the betterment of his career for the betterment Try. of black folk. Try. I don't understand why it was so easy to cancel him, but not people like Kodak mm. or R. Kelly. That don't make no sense. And I'm and it's weird because I feel like at least 
in our age group, we've been over him. It's the right. older folks. Right. That can't let it go. But let something happen some, to me and you want to come gun Because <laughs> some of y'all, some of our generation don't even know who Don't even know who it is. So, Talk I mean, you're right. It really, ain't, it really ain't even us. Because they over real. here bust down, Tatiana. <laughs> even though the Cardi remix is flame. I ain't going to lie. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all know Bell Callis is my baby mother. Okay. But that's a whole different that's conversation. That's a whole different story. So, let me ask you real quick before we wrap it up. What do you think... Um, people like Sean King speak to the current state of social media activism that's going on right now. I think he greatly contributes because I feel like I see him every day. Right. Just either retweeting or having his own think pieces and just having facts. And he keeps regular updates. And I think social media activism has really taken over the social justice, you know, movement. platform and movement just because we get things so fast now. Mm-hmm. Twitter, you can't you can't even you take can't. a boo boo without okay. somebody knowing. You know what I mean? And I just think it's something because it's really at our hands. You get it. You know, you can say a lot in 140 characters. Right. Create a, thread, a Twitter thread, you know, and all that, and just have it at your fingertips. So I really think he contributes a lot to the movement, um, and I really appreciate him for that because I I feel like a lot of these things aren't on major news channels or news stations because if right. they're not telling the story wrong. Okay. Telling the story wrong. wrong. Okay. On purpose. On purpose. Or just not uh, not uh, commenting or yes. putting the story out in yes. general. I have seen y'all Twitter and between Twitter and Facebook and I've done my own research. Whenever I've, seen, whenever I've seen this, um, whenever I've seen these type of stories, I do my own research. Y'all, I have seen at least four lynchings. Hangings. Okay. From Twitter. Lynching. 2019 from Twitter and Facebook. Have you think I you think I've seen no. it on the news? Where's CNN at? Cause y'all tell everything else. Y'all quick to be on uh, Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson, <laughs> but y'all can't. What's Thompson? Whatever, Tom- his <laughs> whatever his name is. But where the lynchings? I don't. Mm-hmm. Where's the news coverage? Where's the story? So, and that's the crazy thing. It, or like you're saying on Twitter, I will see a story. I go on Facebook. It's a completely different story. Boom. And I'm like, so then you go in the shade the room. It's a third different, a third story. different yeah. story. You know what I'm saying? So I really appreciate that. You know, we're taking this more, we're taking this more seriously. And I really appreciate the fact that we do have these social media platforms. I know people think social media is the devil, blah, blah. You know, people really do be out of pocket over there. Uh, yeah. Social media can't be the devil. Cause I will say, be. I will say this. Um, and this is just my personal opinion and y'all can take it how y'all want, whatever. But I personally wholeheartedly believe that that Gucci situation and I think with the Burberry situation, mm-hmm. them Negroes did that on purpose. They did because that's in right now. Diversity, inclusion, problems, racism. Okay. It's in, it's in right now. They did it on purpose. They was low on sales with nobody going in there because people not really having babies right now. Exactly. But something, they're not going to buy them little $150 yeah, shirts. No and so they was like, ooh. Let's do this right now. And because every all publicity is good publicity. Exactly. So I think they was definitely doing that on purpose. Because there's no way. There's, there's no, no way that y'all can convince me that they sat around and thought a noose hanging off the, the model, model was good. The model told them before they did it that it was a bad idea because it wasn't initially a noose. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I Twitter, thank you. <laughs> uh, it wasn't initially a noose. Actually, and I think it was on The Breakfast Club, too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't initially supposed to be a noose. It was just supposed to be rope, which don't mm. I don't understand fashion anyway because I ain't got nothing. But, you know, it's supposed to be just a rope. And so they decided to tie it in this. And she was telling them before they went out that she didn't think they should do that. Because, one, you know, this thing they're supposed to do is, like, for their youth. And they were talking about suicide and how, you know, that will send a bad message. But she also was talking about, you know, with it being lynches. And he had on a brown sweatshirt. So I'm implying, you know, with my Afrocentric okay. mind, I'm implying, okay. like, what you're trying to say. I'm thinking they hanging a black out, person. Yeah, but they sent him out anyway. And so I definitely think they did it on purpose because they're trying to get that publicity thing, you know, Gucci with the black face. Ain't nobody in their right mind making a sweater like that. First of all, why are you making a sweater with a mouth hole anyway? It, first of all, that sweater was ugly as hell, ugly. aside from the racism. Well, if you want one, they sell them on Instagram. They sell them the pale face ones, too. I've seen it. And I might cop. And I might cop. You know, so. But it's just, it's just so much going on in Trump's America today, boy. Okay. I cannot. And at this point, it's really getting tiring. Ugh. I'm just tired of saying it. And that's why, you know, people like the the kids that were in our video today spread for family. That's why I'm going to call y'all family because mm-hmm. I love us for real like yeah. Monique. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see it. Right. You know, spread love to everybody that you meet because there's so much hate and negativity yes. going on in this world. It makes no sense. And it's really, like Alyssa just said, it's so tiring and it can get so um, 
overwhelming. It, it, overwhelming sometimes. So, you know, when you walking out on the street, smile at somebody. Like, yes, give somebody a kind word or something. What they're going on, what they're going through. And it doesn't even have to be all that. Just okay. smile at people. Exactly. Nod your head or something. Especially, I mean, everybody, because, I mean, I love everybody. But especially we as black folk, be kind to one another please because the world is being so negative and ugly towards us that we should not be contributing to that yes and i understand that you don't got to like everybody right but we can have the common decency to respect one another to uplift one another especially with just little things support your local podcast okay your local podcast your local black business and speaking of that let me shout out at Naturally Me, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-L-Y, 502, on Instagram, they begin my face together, they been getting my beard all together. Okay, okay. So, follow them, you know, and like Alyssa just said, support, support your friends, support your local businesses, your local black businesses Mm -hmm. included, your local businesses in general. Um, And like I said, just Give people a kind word, and if, if it ain't even got to be all that, just give them a smile or something. Yes, follow them on Instagram. Like like them on Snapchat. I don't know, whatever right. they got going on. But I will say this to my good and upcoming black entrepreneurs. I'm not paying $20 for a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> and I love now, that. Now, wait now, Liz. Now, wait now. Now, now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to combat you on that. Go And I look. I'll support you. Don't get me wrong. I might buy one. <laughs> but if I can go and make the sandwich at home. Now, there's something. Okay, this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. Now, Pookie on the corner. Uh, am, I paying, am I paying $45 for a t-shirt that you ironed on? That, that's that's my point. That's not that's what I'm point. doing. But that's if you're a legitimate black business, that's my point. I am absolutely going to spend all my coins yes. with you. And that was me with the grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> that that was my whole that was my whole point. You know, black people put in the effort and the results will come out. Don't just think, well, I'm black. Right. Okay, but I saw that the graphics was peeling off the side and, <laughs> and all of that. You know, that's that's my whole point with the grilled cheese right. sandwich. And I will and I will say this last point. Uh now, I explained this to my mom, because me and my mom got into not an argument, but a discussion. Yes, Bridget Child. We got into a discussion one day about this. And I told her, because her thing was, there are a lot of black businesses who fail, who lose customers based upon customer service. And that is a thousand percent true. But this is what I will say. Okay, when we have a bad, when we have a bad experience at white target or white walmart we we just we chuck it up to that person that particular person or that particular day we don't stop going there and so exactly so that's not fair to put it on black businesses well i had a bad experience once so i'm gonna stop using black businesses altogether that's not fair but what i will say is this black businesses please please Up your customer service in. Because yes. that's how you get people to come back to you. And I do believe that, yes, we do that with, you know, all Target and Walmart mm-hmm. and everything. But I think it might just be from us expecting black folk to respond better to black folk. Yeah. Because I'm coming and intentionally supporting you. So I get what she's saying. But then again, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I have to stop going. Right. You know, and I, I don't have to be harder on you. And I understand right. my expectation, mm-hmm. but I don't have to be harder on you. You know, because you're having a bad day. And it could be you might be stressed right. because you running this whole business by yourself. Right. So we do have to, you know, think outside the box, give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, when it comes to those things. But again, I say, mm-hmm. if I'm coming down there to get this <laughs> uh, $45 grilled cheese sandwich, you better come with a smile. Okay? <laughs> and he's, well, I don't know how to at work. the end of the day, I love us for real, like Monique said. Yeah. And I thank y'all for listening, and I'll catch y'all next time. Bye.